Good morning, Snowhawks fans, and welcome to episode 12 of Inside the Nest with your host, Mitchell O'Brien. And uh, today we're just going to be uh, talking about our most recent game that happened last Saturday, very uh, very late to uh, the party on this podcast, but uh finally remember to do it. So we just had three questions today. That's We're just going to answer those three questions and uh, run my game review off of those. First question comes from Will. He says, honest reaction about the game. Horrible. Uh, defense played uh, played pretty bad. We allowed 37 points. Offense couldn't find find a groove as we uh, were only as we only scored nine nine points off of three field goals, and then we scored 14 in the fourth quarter. Oh no, we scored 17 in the fourth quarter, so that took us to 26, losing 37 to 26. So that that sucked, only uh, having the 9 points and having to score 17 in the fourth quarter, and that just wasn't enough as we were playing from behind the entire time. Yeah, so honest reaction to the game, it was pretty bad, hurt. Hurt my head to watch. Uh, Jabri Jackson did Jabri Jackson things before he got injured. Rushing Chrome was 100 yards on like 7 carries. So, everyone knows in Madden, it's uh, quite difficult to uh, game plan to, st- to stop a scrambler. So, if anyone knows how to do that, uh, please send me a message because, yeah. That, that would be uh, world-changing if we could figure out how to stop a scrambler. So, yeah, Jabri Jackson uh, just did his thing on the ground. Run, Gunner's run game was uh, strong. They've they, uh, Ja'Kel Allen, uh, the backup, did a great job coming in after Jabri Jackson got injured. Uh, just, just led the ship. They were up the entire time, so... All Allen has to do is be a game manager. That's what he did. Didn't throw the game away. Didn't fumble it away. So that so that was uh, a large part of uh, how that went down. Uh, t- we had we we uh, caught two interceptions out of bounds. Ter- uh, just bad luck. If we could have got a few inbounds, that could have been t- two turnovers. Uh, one of them we caught out of bounds, and then. The Gunners ended up getting a field goal off of uh, off the missed interception. Gidley fumbled like fumbled the ball, and the Gunners recovered with like thirty five seconds left in the half. Gunners were able to go down and get three points. So just the little things uh, hurt us. Uh, we were looking to uh, have a good run game uh, associate build, but. We uh, start started off slow, weren't able to get going off the hop, and that led us to uh, becoming pass heavy and uh, not being able to establish a run game as we were playing from behind. And Madden, once you're uh, losing by a certain amount, just uh, says run game. What's that? So I feel like if we were able to establish a ground game early, that could have been a uh, thing to cha- uh, turn the tides. Uh, next question comes from Tristan Van Rie. What do you think your team could have done better? Uh, well, offensively, I think we could, uh, not think, if we could have, uh, scored, uh, touchdowns instead of, uh, three points, that goes from nine points to 21 points. 
So uh, that's very that's very crucial type of stuff, especially the gunner score. I think seventeen. Seventeen in the first first quarter. So even if we were able to get seven, we're only down by ten instead of down by fourteen. And then third uh second quarter, we score seven instead of three. Because I think we were down twenty-three to six at half. So that could have changed to twenty-three to fourteen. And then even getting touchdowns that gives your team a little bit of momentum. Maybe gives the defense a little bit of fuel to try to uh, gear up to the next level. But when you're getting three, it's, uh, it is momentum, but it's a smaller amount of momentum. And that's what's uh, most crucial is man's all game about momentum. Uh, we clearly found the momentum in the fourth quarter, but it was just uh, too late. Both of our touchdowns came on fourth down. Uh, fourth down conversions, so that just shows that our offense was absolutely pitiful. That the two touchdowns we did score in the fourth quarter, we had to use all four downs in the red zone to be able to uh, capitalize. So that's unacceptable. Like we should never be having to uh, go for it on fourth down in the red zone to be able to score touchdowns. We had three downs before that that we were supposed to be able to uh, use to get points. So, scoring two touchdowns on fourth down. Yes, it's very... Yes, I'm happy that we did score. We got the touchdowns. Yeah, very happy about that. But, at the end of the day, like, we had so many opportunities to score touchdowns. We ended up kicking field goals. Or we didn't catch an interception. We didn't... We didn't... We don't fumble the ball. Uh, we get a run game established... Our defense is, uh, decides to show up, uh, obviously against when you're playing against Jabree Jackson. Uh, life can be a pretty difficult when he's running, as he's, uh, he's, a great, he's a great scrambling quarterback. Not many people can stop him, and if you can, uh, big, big uh, salute to you. And then even, uh, it was also, was it, I think it was a rain game, so, or I don't even know. It was in Houston, so maybe Houston has a dome. Honestly, the game was a week ago. I can't remember what the weather conditions were like. All I know is we played beautiful. Uh, overall, uh, next next and final question. What are your thoughts on your defensive performance this game? That comes in from Chrome, uh, Chromey Chrome, OG of the RFL. Uh, defense played, played pretty bad, but when your offense only is putting up three points, that kind of kills the momentum. Uh, 26 points should be enough to win a football game. That's what we average. That's what our offense averages every week. So, uh, our defense normally averages about 17 to 19 points allowed, allowed per game. We allow 37. That's a bust in the defense. Uh, run, the run game for the Gunners was good. Uh, Jaquil Allen just... Managed, managed the game after Jabri got hurt. Uh, like I said, didn't turn over the ball, so that's uh, that's a big thing. Like when, especially when a backup comes in to uh, g to create a presence, uh, g generate a pass rush, get home. Uh, <coughs> my apologies. Uh, yeah, generate a pass rush, get home, rattle them, uh, make make them feel unsafe in the pocket, make make them feel like. Uh, he doesn't have anywhere to go. 
play better coverage. I know that's not, I know it's hypocritical. Just like play, be good, get good. But like, if we could have played a little bit tighter coverage, coverages, uh, played a little bit better coverage over the middle, that seemed to definitely be a big flaw. in our uh, defense was allowing crossing routes and slants to get open. Uh, I think that comes with our cover three scheme of uh, playing backed up zones that the middle does become open as we're uh, in efforts to prevent a deep pass. Once again, uh, Drew Montier got bagged in, uh, by a wide receiver. This time it was uh, uh, Ford Jr. That's just a pretty much daily, not daily, pretty much a weekly occurrence Nowadays for Jay Montier is to get bagged deep down the field. Don't know how it happens every week. The 90 speed, 84 overall, 99 XL, 87 man. Yet he always just gets bagged. It's absolutely pitiful. Like, I've seen Jay Montier get bagged almost every single week uh, this season. I know it happened against the Elks. It went happened against the Crusaders twice, the Condors. Uh... This game against the Gunners uh, probably happened. It didn't happen against the Thunderbirds, but uh, don't think it happened against the Steamers that he got bagged. But like pretty much every like it's almost consistent that he's going to get a get a ball caught on his head. So uh, otherwise, he's a good corner, but he just always lets up that uh, one bag catch. So I don't know. I'm gonna have to figure out what. What's wrong with uh, Draymond Deer and why that uh, consistently happens? Like he's six foot, so yeah, he's not the tallest guy, but like six foot one, ninety six. That you shouldn't be getting bagged every single week. He just doesn't get animations. So, you know, pass rush did get home a little bit. We generated some pressure, not enough. Uh, we were hoping to uh, get Jabri on the ground early and often. Obviously, he's a scrambler. But he's a very intelligent scrambler, and that's uh, something that not many people account for. Smarter scramblers are able to uh, find running lanes and get around the QB contains. Well, uh, younger, more unexperienced quarterbacks run into sacks. Debris Jackson manages to uh, weave his weave his way around. Like the Gunners' starting left tackle was injured, we put our best pass rush around Sylvester on there. He did he did come home with a sack. And contract extension. Make sure you go check out uh, Snowhawk's Twitter and Facebook page and Instagram to read up all the details about the Randall Sylvester extension. So, yes, he did come home with a sack. Yep, got one. Well, we were hoping to uh, work uh, the rookie left tackle, Adrian Martin, out of Kentucky. As he obviously hasn't played that much this year. Rookie behind Al Bowman. Starting left tackle for the Gunners. So we were hoping that Randall Sylvester would be able to uh, take advantage of that. Uh, Jabri Jackson was rolling away from Sylvester's side, away from the pressure. And when he did roll to Sylvester's side, he uh, Sylvester was able to get a sack. Uh, didn't generate good enough pressure up the middle with Kevin Fry and uh, Errol Brown. And we've tasked uh, Dwight Northrup to go up against... Uh, the arguably the Gunners' best offensive lineman, right tackle, uh, Jake Cowser. So we weren't expecting much out of uh, Dwight Northrup. We tasked him with the most difficult job of taking on their best offensive lineman. So we were hoping that the other three would be able to get home. 
Uh, offense, we worked on stopping uh, blitz counters. Gunners didn't blitz very much. So that that also was a fatal flaw in our offense as we were as we were expecting the gunners to be blitzing blitzing us more often than they did they didn't that didn't fall didn't uh become true so that was uh i don't say difficult but so that that was a flaw in our game plan we were expecting them to blitz they didn't so they they stayed home in coverage and maybe that's the reason why Joe Skilly was unable to uh, find open men as we were expecting more. Uh, like we were running a, we were running slant concepts and such to uh, defeat the blitzes, drop them behind the linebackers' heads as they uh, came through. Uh, didn't we didn't run much uh, that would lead to more screen game as uh, obviously blitz. Blitz is the most ideal time to run screens against. So, yeah, overall, bad, bad game, tough loss. Need, really need to win that game. Uh, we'll play the Dublin Shamrocks tomorrow. Must win football. Snowhawks have to uh, continue to win if we want to make the playoffs. Currently sitting at 9-4 and four on the season. Uh, beat the Shamrocks, move us to 10-4. and four. And hopefully we jump back into the playoff picture. This week we fell out after a loss to the Gunners. Still got a tough road ahead with uh, Shamrocks tomorrow, uh, Diablos, and Monarchs. So that's... Uh, that's uh, Shamrocks, air quotes, shouldn't be a tough game. But hey man, this is the RFL. This is week 15, baby. Like, every, every game's a tough game. No game's a gimme. So we got three tough games ahead. Just gotta put our head. Just gotta put our heads down. Uh, play some hard nosed football, and uh, hope we come away with three Ws. Walk into the no walk. Get into the playoffs, and then we'll go from there. So yeah, make sure you go check out our Instagram and Twitter, Facebook to read up on the Rams Sylvester extension. Uh, three hundred seven film room with uh, Coach Forbes and I coming out on Sunday talking about. Uh, this year's defensive tackle class so make sure you tune into that uh, i know many not many people will listen to this but if you did uh give me a shout in my dms it's always much appreciated to uh know that i have listeners out there somewhere that people are tuning in to listen to my monotone voice talk about snowhawks i know we're not the most interesting uh crew but uh i appreciate everyone who comes in and tunes into uh, Snowhawks podcasts and uh, I hope everyone hope to see everyone tomorrow at our game against the Dublin Shamrocks uh, go Snowhawks uh, hashtag Portland hashtag Snowhawks hashtag RFL so I hope everyone has a great rest of their Friday uh, still got a long day ahead of us uh, no RFL action today that's always always rough but big Super Saturday tomorrow, so make sure you guys tune into that. And I'll see you boys there tomorrow. Peace out.